0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dawn of X podcast, the podcast where we talk about the best, craziest, cosmic, ridiculous books in the X-Men line. I'm your host, healthy, breathing, swimming, never running. Sometimes your host, Nick, accompanied by the the sitting,
1: the sitting, the contemplating, the concerned. (laughs) Um, But one thing you did forget we also cover the most magical aspects of of the X-Men line too. Don't forget Magic in these equations yes. now. I'm magic also is very I, I I'm I'm Josh. We're here with you talking X-Men as we regularly do. Good news listeners, you have another voice this this week. It's not just me talking about baseball. It's not just me getting high talking about baseball. Uh our dear friend is back. Welcome back, man. How you feeling? Thank you. Thank you.
0: Uh I finally after all this time got the COVID. So that out. was fun. I was uh pretty bad for like five days. Yeah. And then I gave it to my lovely girl who's in the audience with us right now.
1: As she as she, as she clears her <laughs> throat.
0: Yes. Uh so yeah, now I'm healthy. Uh we've been we're gonna cover the ending of Sins of Sinister today. Uh Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants 2, Immoral X-Men three, Storm three and nightcrawlers three and sins of sinister dominion so we yeah. have a lot to cover today we have a
1: lot to cover my a friend a lot
0: to theorize i'm glad we waited to review all this together instead of just reviewing our original plan was to review like the, the the first three and then catch up later this would have been spoiled for me by then so oh, thankfully man. it wasn't
1: man i yeah i had to read this thing early on after i picked it up because um like, I went on Twitter the Wednesday it came out, and people were posting pictures from the fucking book. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, And I'm like, it. dude, what the shit is happening here? Like, you can put hashtag X spoilers in there all you want. I still got to scroll by it, motherfuckers.
0: Yeah, my Twitter is not, like, attuned to just X-Men or comic stuff. Like, it's a yeah. lot of Star Wars and Toku mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, thankfully, I don't get those spoilers too often. But, like... I'm pretty good at seeing the words X spoilers and then just like immediately scrolling yeah, right. fast just, as
1: possible. Just keep on going.
0: Like, I know a lot of crazy shit's happening right now in the main X-Men book, and I'm just
1: like, no, 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 no. What's the last X? Do you remember the last one you read? Whatever the last one
0: we covered was. Oh, shit, dude.
1: X-Men 21. Oh, fuck, dude. You got to read it. Yeah. Read it even before we cover it, because you want to read it again before we cover it. Trust me.
0: Oh, Jesus. Okay. It's good shit. Well, on that note, let's get right to it. Before actually we jump into back into the sins of sinister, uh, you had a little project you want. I gave up- myself,
1: uh, I gave myself some homework, mainly to uh, avoid doing actual work this weekend. Good. Um, and so what I did was I finally, fucking, caught up on Legion of X after finishing Sins of Sinister and um, developing a, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, incredibly unhealthy crush on Mother Righteous. Um, I was like, well, I need to know more about this wild ass fucking character that clearly is going to have a major fucking role in the rest of the X-Men line moving forward. And so I went to uh, read all 10 issues of Legion of X. And so I'm going to just break it down very quickly. There are a lot of nuanced things that happen in here that might actually be plot points later on. We'll cover those as we cover those, but the the gist of it all what do you have would you just grab uh, a book to raise my uh i see i couldn't tell theater. if you were grabbing some like x-men book or not okay no. um so here's the gist of legion of x right um nightcrawler legion he, david and he doesn't like to be called legion these days um pixie who else is on that fucking team uh dr nemesis Uh, Banji for a short period of time but we all see what happens to Banji, um and uh yeah just like a hand oh uh, cortez is on there you remember him Fabian cortez so like a, a bunch of people juggernaut is on this team as well which is pretty fun um and so what they are they're they're peacekeepers they're not cops necessarily nightcrawler has started his own his own vague religion culture called the spark um and it is all about creativity and trying things new and and basically finding a new path and exploring where it leads and so he and his 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 x-men basically go out and like his commune yeah if somebody has like so like a main story revolves around a mutant who was wanted by authorities for killing his wife so he fled to krakoa and so the legionnaires as they call themselves um They investigated this guy, and they didn't bring—notably, they don't take them to the Quiet Council, right? They, like, keep it all within their own self. They are living—primarily, their headquarters are inside fucking Legion's head. He's um, created—oh, fuck, I forgot what it was called now. But he's created a world within his own head where everyone can live happily in this astral plane world. Yeah, I remember Um, that. Yeah, so like that's where they all go, and they have like their secret away from Xavier, he and his prying mind shit. Um, turns out this mutant didn't actually do it. His wife died from lung cancer because his mutant power is to like like control smoke, and like he like smoke comes out of his body, so he inadvertently killed her over the years. But she did. She never wanted to leave him. It was a very sad, touching story. Um, and so the what happens in this we meet mother righteous in this book these are the two things that are very important coming out of legion of x3 actually but one is already resolved first thing nightcrawler starts to become a demon as we find out in the sins of sinister it's a um it's a spell that's put on his genes and then certain other mutant genes to turn them into monsters um it's done by orcus they done. They partnered with um, Nightcrawler's adoptive mom. You know who I'm talking about, the circus lady. Um, it, just, um God, I can't think of her name. It starts with an M. Anyway, not Mystique. Um, and so she did all this magic. They fought her. Kind kind of didn't win. She got away. Orcus came out, started capturing people, uh, mutants, and that's where we kind of last see them before the sins of sinister take off. So like okay, no real clue what's happening here. And then in one of these stories, Dr. Stasis mentions um that that curse again that they put on, on mutant genes. Um, and so that's one storyline that's happening. The other storyline that's happening is um the technark uh the phalanx has found its way, into the astral plane oh. <laughs> and is starting to infect the psyches of other people there in the dream world or in the astral plane at some point and warlock is the one to kind of like tell david about it and try to be like hey man i can help self friend can help um and so warlock and and cypher naturally and um and david start building some defenses They think they got all the technark, but they didn't. Really, this was a deploy by Nimrod. And Nimrod basically uses this computer virus through Warlock. And remember, Warlock is ingrained into Krakoa. Yeah. Remember? So Nimrod basically hacks that, takes over Warlock, and infects, starts to infect Krakoa. Oh shit. <laughs> they they beat him, right? So we think, oh they got him. The the legionnaires beat him. It happened. David ha- David had a lot to do with, you know, everybody worked together, whatever. Um the very end of that story though is like a data upload being sent to Orcus and the last data line is basically Nimrod discovered how to hack the Crucoan gates and that information is being sent now to Orcus. Oh so, shit that's no good and then the other big this is an important book <laughs> right yeah and like yeah so nimrod obviously is the big big overall bad we learned from Hawksbox. and then the other story that was happening was kind of around like how mother righteous came to be which was through like the idea that especially marvel gods can only take physical form when they have believers and, and people who worship them and notably thank them and praise them and yeah. so um and so one was like an, an iraqi god that was like a weird amalgamation of a bunch of chaos gods that got summoned and that that thing got resolved but that is what kind of led us to mother righteous she originally went to david and was like i have this you know, I, I can give you power beyond you, your wildest dreams. You can be the leader of Krakoa. You can make everything right. You can do the things your father can't do. All you got to do is say thanks. But David turns it down. But Banji, as you might recall, um, he's been through a lot. Remember, uh, Banji before the before Krakoa was a fucking zombie. Um, so he had that to contend with. <laughs> and and then for and while he was in Krankoa, his daughter was possessed by some demon. And I think he got possessed for a short period of time. Yeah, an X Factor, right? Yeah. Or X Corp. Yeah. One of, maybe X Factor, yeah. Definitely X Factor. Um, and then <laughs> after that, his the great love of his life, Moira Matagrit, fucking kills him and uses his body and skin to infiltrate Krakoa. And then he's resurrected, but he remembers that. And so he's a little. Don't little... worry, she'll kill you again. <laughs> fucked. yeah, she will. She, he's a little fucked in the head, and so Mother Righteous goes to him, and that's how. And she gives him the ability to heal and heal others, and that's when she she's had that spirit of variance. That that we learned that the spirit of variance that we see in this story was once a spirit of vengeance, was once one of the Ghost Rider spirits. But was a mutant, basically, and saw like vengeance isn't the way, like trying new things, giving people a chance to grow and, and whatever. Like So he became like that started becoming that that spirit's like mindset and the spirit of vengeance did not like a mutant in their thing. And so he got kind of like chased out and Mother Righteous basically kidnapped him like a genie in a bottle and has been holding him for like untold centuries. And so she then bestows this spirit of variance onto Banshee and Banshee and the spirit both thank her and thus begin starting to sell their soul to her. So that is all of the stuff that is set up. So a Legion of X sets up a lot of the night yeah. stuff <laughs> we see in sins. And I think that Nimrod shit is going to play a big role. Cause I don't know if you looked at the, at the back of, um, dominion sins of sinister dominion yeah it says like the sins continue yes if you see you know follow nightcrawler in before the fall sons of x in the back nimrod is there true yeah and yeah so that's kind of a continuation i believe of where legion of x left off and i can't report i didn't really know this for sure but legion of x is done now that is a title that's done now <laughs> Yeah,
0: because we're getting that nightcrawler as Spider-Man mini. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that kind of 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 broke
1: off. So oh, right. So, that yeah. is a lot. That's what happened. That's All what right. you missed.
0: See, we just we just pick one book not to cover anymore because we didn't like the writing,
1: and then that happens. Would you say the writing got better? The writing, so the writing was fine. The writing was always good. It's the plot is so fucking convoluted. Mm-hmm. like it is and like at to read it i basically just went into this mindset of like whatever you tell me that's fine i'm going with yeah. it you have to just kind of give over to like the i don't understand and just be like maybe i'll understand at the end of this i oh, went are you in,
0: describing that book or describing sins of sinister
1: uh maybe that's why i enjoyed sins so much because i <laughs> went in with the same mindset um yeah so i i really i did and the other thing i wanted to say to you specifically and any other um john <laughs> Staresmeyer uh fans out there chamber is in this is in legion of x for a little bit oh, chamber okay. is a lost soul on on the legionnaire team kind of going out investigating shit with with husk of all people his, his one of his ex-girlfriends so fear not chamber is still as emo as ever uh, don't know what happens to him though. He, he kind of dips out at some point, like you, you lose track of him at some point before the Nimrod shit happens.
0: All right, well, thank you for that reporting. Um, always
1: happy to do reporting.
0: Let's get right into it with Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants number two. This is going to be a wild ride, guys. So sorry if we jump around a bit. It's hard to keep track. Of, I'll be completely honest. All of this stuff is hard to keep track of what century it's in and who it pertains to and some stuff is recapped in other books so it kind of gets doubled Yeah. With like when do you remember it happening
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah well I'm gonna be honest with you man go for it I I have been up since 830 this morning and I have read all of Legion of X and the entire sense of sinister story run today <laughs> so uh hopefully some stuff is is solid in my head all right, take All right. it away. So I'm covering this one, right? Okay. Yes. So uh, the Storm book is basically our continuation of X-Men Red here. And now we are, we left off. So the last Storm book was 10 years in the future, I think. And I, this is now 100 years in the future. So Storm and her Brotherhood of Mutants, they're on their little rebellion mission. This is basically a fucking... Star Wars ripoff through and through. Oh, there's tons
0: of Star Wars references throughout all of these books.
1: 100%. It's fun, but especially Storm and the Brotherhood. Yeah. So, our book opens with Destiny coming on to um, Storm's base, whatever her, her base is called. I can't recall now. But I'm just noticing in, in the drawing here, even the, the Storm and the Brotherhood symbol looks like the Rebel symbol from star wars i mean you, it gives you a opening crawl basically oh my god yeah it did it in the first issue too yeah um so Destiny's on board and destiny has come to basically tell storm hey i know i dicked you guys over before i uh i told you not to go to war and a bunch of people died and i tricked you into stealing the moira base <laughs> and uh that i kept it for myself but then Mystique went and did what Mystique does and fights a fucking freedom fight, and she ends up dying anyway. And so now Destiny's great fucking plan of keeping Mystique alive forever, apparently, is, is ruined. And now that Mystique's not in this timeline, Destiny is like, all right, let's go kill the Moyers and reset the, the shit. So a few
0: things I noticed that I really liked for like longtime readers or readers of multiple kinds of books. When the book starts, you have uh, Novar, who was like, he was basically like uh, Captain Marvel for a little bit during the Dark Avengers run. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The guy in green and white. Yeah, So it was kind of cool seeing him in the future. And then on Mystique's team, you have a Nova member, you have Hercules, and you have that guy that Wolverine fought in his book for a little bit when he broke his nose.
1: Oh, I forgot who that guy was. Okay.
0: Yeah, I forgot his name, but yeah. That's the other
1: the to. other two I recognized, yeah.
0: And then the blue lady behind Storm, she was in a different timeline book. I want to say it was Children of the Atom. It was during the time Beast brought the past X-Men back. Okay. And, like, then a future team that pretended to be someone they weren't were trying to kill those X-Men. And, like, she was in that group.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: So it's, like, another alternate take on that character. So I thought those were kind of cool.
1: Okay. Yeah, I had no, I've never seen that character before because I was not really paying attention to the X-Men in those days. So so anyway, like we were saying, Destiny comes to Storm and is like, all right, I'm going to tell you what you need to know. You, to reset the Moiras, I was wrong. Storm's like, cool, let's do it. And so Destiny gets powered up by uh, Korra, whose ability is to enhance the powers of other mutants. And what she does is she powers up Destiny so that Destiny can predict super accurately. Because her... You know, we as far as we know, as far as destiny has always told us, at least, her precog ability is wavy. You know, like some things aren't set in stone. It's the future. Is is I think we've
0: seen it before. I got an image version of it. How she sees it.
1: Yeah, that does sound familiar. Probably immortal or something. Yeah. But anyway, so she predicts how they can win this this battle to retrieve um the Moiras and the Moiras. Are being kept in the world farm where um Orbis Stellaris, the one of the sinister clones, is holding on to the Moiras because he is attempting to find Dominion to to ascend to Dominion, and he doesn't want this timeline to be reset. And so Storm and her rebel forces, all in their <laughs> X-wings,
0: uh
1: they they descend into a TIE fighter hell. Um and they see that the the only way they can win this war is by going into a tiny little <laughs> hole that the uh that the that the ships come flying out of they fly into that and that's where they're able to um to get access to the the moiras before that though as we are in this like space battle of of it the odds are against them there's like three of storm's fighters and a bajillion of these little spheres shooting fucking lasers everywhere. And uh Mother Righteous appears as a vision to what's his name? Iron Iron Blood? Iron? I uh shit. Yeah. I think it's Iron Blood. You look it up. I'm gonna keep yeah. calling him Iron Blood. You look it up. She comes yeah, okay. to him and she's like, Hey, I you are the most faithful of, of the group here, so I thought I'd come and check on you. Uh Iron Fire. Iron Fire, thank you. And she asks him what his greatest regret in life is, and he says basically not having faith in Aurora earlier. And so she's like, "Cool, toodles." That's all I wanted to know. And then she just disappears. Um, and so storms. People have gotten inside the sphere. They have gotten to the Moiras. They are about to release their torpedo to destroy them. Um, when I think Cora, it is kills destiny storm turns her calm off so that she can say fire so destiny doesn't realize it's a trap because again destiny can see the future so if you bear just a tiny bit she'll she'll know it's coming but again let's be honest she probably knew this was coming anyways it certainly seems that way based on the rest of the story she probably knew the possibility yeah um, exactly yeah yeah. so she gets axed storm gets back on the calm They ask, hey, Storm, are we going to fire this torpedo? And she tells them, no. We save life. We don't destroy life. This world may be a fucking hellhole, but it's our hellhole, and we're going to fucking protect the life that we can here. And so Storm gets powered up by Korra, uses both her innate witchcraft ability and her fucking (laughs) mute. Listen... Ever since that that magic book, Storm has had magic powers. We just have to live with it. Yep. So ever since 1988, we just have to live with it. Um, and so when she uses it, when she feels like it. <laughs> when she honestly, the only time you ever, or the, at least for me, the only time I ever recall seeing Storm use magic is when we end up in alternate timelines. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't I don't know if that's that might not be true. There might be other occasions, but that's the only ones I've ever noticed. Um, anyway, so she's powered up using her her actual mutant ability and her in her sorcerer supreme ability, and she <laughs> creates a wormhole in space and teleports the Moiras to an undisclosed location. She takes the whole fucking world farm to a whole other location, and yeah now they're like cool now our job is to protect the moiras but the team as they have this crisis of faith they're like is this really the right thing to do storm dies by doing this she used all of her energy all of her force and she (laughs) dies and now the team is alone with the moiras that they don't understand (laughs) and uh are now zealots because now their martyr just died for them. So, uh, yeah, that's how Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants Part Two concludes,
0: and the ending of Year One Hundred also. No,
1: because um, oh, was it? Is there? Because yeah. that's number two. So it was okay. That was the last of the second ones. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. Um... So yeah, that was. So now the next yep you're right. So the next time we see them will be a thousand years in the future.
0: Uh, I gave that one three X's.
1: I gave it four. I gave it four X's in the in like just the general like story by itself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So next up we have Immoral X Men a thousand years in the future. So remember that time Sinister was like, "Hey, it's probably going to take like five years." To figure all this stuff out. I
1: do remember that.
0: Now we're a thousand years in the future. So before we get to this. Mm
1: -hmm. Josh. Is there there anything you'd like to say before we get to this? Josh. uh, You were
0: correct. Sinister did not change.
1: That's right. That's right. A sinister can never change. That's the one thing we learned at the end end of this whole series is a sinister will sinister.
0: Yeah. No matter how bad everything is.
1: Sinister's got a Sinister.
0: So we start on uh, Not the Bebop, um, flying into a weird cloning farm. uh, Rasputin 4? Was it 4? Yep. Yes. Uh, Rasputin 4 jumping aboard this weird cloning farm, and then there's a giant Exodus sleeping. So don't wake him while we try and get some information. Uh, Of course he wakes up.
1: Well, he wakes up because... I'm sorry, I'm probably going to do this much. I just binged all these fucking books. Yeah, yeah, Um, no, go ahead. He wakes up. So what she's trying to find in this clone farm, Rasputin is looking for, she's got telepathic powers and she's looking in all these embryo bodies for a clue of something, like a location, something that they can use to, to help track down the Moiras. And when she finds it, she says... I say a prayer of thanks. And that's when Exodus wakes up because somebody prays faith is nearby. Like belief uh, is nearby. And she says, "I that was a mistake. And that's what wakes him up. And then the fact that she's praying to something that's not him is like, well, you're a fucking heretic. <laughs>
0: uh, as they're trying to escape from this Exodus, they make a wormhole that awakens another exodus. Like he went into his region of space. So has yeah, so, multiple giant clones.
1: <laughs> so what happened was exodus because a sinister, again, a sinister has got a sinister. So a sinister couldn't help itself and just kept cloning. Every one of these sinister quiet council people just decided to fucking go off and start cloning people themselves. Yeah. And so exodus makes a bunch of clones of himself at some point, but they, all become different sects. They all become different parts of their religion. And they have like, they think of all the other ones as heretics and they've created a peace treaty that they call, I think like a peace script, a ceasefire scripture.
0: Yeah. Between the prayer.
1: And so basically what happens now is an exodus cannot leave this area or it's seen as like a fight. And so sinister is like, Hey, Exodus World, blah blah blah. They've launched their Exodus over there, and so they have to link. And then it's just a big old kaiju battle of exit exod- exoduses. And well, they even say like thousands, millions will die. Like this is gonna yeah, be yeah. She's very yeah. Terrible. Rasputin is very much like this is going to cause a, a war of untold death. But there's already been an old untold death. We're a thousand years into the sinister ass future.
0: Yeah, and then we get a little bit of a recap, or not recap, uh, telling. And this kind of starts my criticism of this event, especially when we get to this thousand-year mark. But we get a little bit of like what every main council member has been doing since all this started. And I'm not going to get into all of them, but it's absolutely crazy and over-the-top and bloody. And like you said, everyone's making clones of themselves. wars happening everywhere. We'll get into what Emma's doing very soon, Ileana's trying to make, uh, what's it called? Limbo part of reality. There's a giant kaiju colossus. Like just insane stuff. Over the top insanity.
1: Every one of the Sinister Quiet Councils basically has their own realm now. Yeah. And they're all at war with each other to be the ultimate power in their universe.
0: (laughs) So eventually, Rasputin finds a message for Sinister. And it's from destiny so a little bit weird and like we said before destiny had a feeling this might happen and basically tell sinister when things are rewritten tell me say we have to work together we have to because now raven's dead my, my love is dead and now I, I i have something to fight for also just so you know you're not gonna win i'm not just saying that i'm telling you it's a fact you're not gonna win it's I know just, your true goal is yeah. to reach Dominion, which Rasputin hears.
1: <laughs> Here's my and, issue. And it's more importantly, thousand, yeah. you hear. You hear it, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his true goal all along was
0: to reach Dominion. And I just thought it was a little weird that in a thousand years, Rasputin never figured out that he's not on the up and up. A thousand years with one person
1: and he I, never slipped. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. It seems kind of weird, but she's also been bred and trained to be like the ultimate, like hero of justice and trust. You know what I mean? Like she saw him as her like creator who was on this sacred mission to get like, she probably like was a little blinded by that. Uh, but thousand... 999 oh, our, our audience has time. something to say an important thing to consider is who bred her who trained her exactly yeah
0: yeah I guess I guess well we'll get we'll get into a similar debate when it comes to Banshee and Mother Righteous later but um yeah so eventually sinister very cold and emotional is just like oh man this didn't work out anyway
1: blow you out the airlock essentially <laughs> and and remember, allegedly, I don't, I mean, it, it seems true, but w- w- when he started this journey with her, he deactivated his ex gene in her. So she doesn't, yeah. It's not, at, but it's in there, right? It's still, <laughs> I guess it's still in there. It can be reactivated, no?
0: If someone knows how to, like, I don't know if Mother Righteous would know how to because her thing's not genes, you know? But I can see if when it, when, when we get to the end, but when Sinister, yeah. if he ever comes back, could probably activate it if he wants to. Yeah. Which also what applies else? to everyone else. So then Sinister goes back to what used to be Earth, and it's just moldy, cancerous planet now. And on there is a Doombot, and now this is also where I get a little confused about certain things.
1: This is a robot Moira, right? This is the original Moira who turned herself into a robot, yes.
0: Okay, so the very original one. All right, cool. So basically saying... I got a plan cut to how Emma has decided to spend the last thousand years. She's made herself into a red diamond, just herself and her floating base.
1: Diamonds are forever. Motherfucker (laughs) kind of uses beast as like a servant. Basically he's her like science servant. Yeah. He's like, her. like he's basically 100% dark beast from age of apocalypse.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, in the meantime, um, Sinister, Moira, and Doombot are going to the Forge World. Is that what they're calling it? Uh, farm World. Farm World, sorry. The world Farm? We'll get there. World Farm, the audience says. World Farm, thank you. Yeah. Um, And we see, like, we don't know how he's still alive, but we see Ironfire.
1: How are any of these people still? It's a thousand years in the future, man. Yes, like how like, the fuck like we live in they they live in a i mean they're all mutants so they all have like some i guess still resurrection thing they can do but they're also like but then we've realized they, they all, don't
0: also but, but they all they have the first like, time they splicing
1: weird shit like i don't know man i just at some point i was like how the fuck are all these people still how is storm still alive a hundred when it was a hundred years in the future
0: that's that, yeah um Jess actually brought that up when she was reading it. I figured because it wasn't a lot of people, like storm surviving. I kind of just go, okay, it's a hundred years. Let's say she was in her late 30s, early 40s. Now you're in space, you meet mutants with different powers, aliens have you know long life machines. That's what
1: I that's what I just kept telling myself too. They're in space, they got all weird kinds of technology. But them. a thousand years
0: <laughs> Listen,
1: and he just you know. looks like Odin. <laughs> one hundred. I thought it was Odin for a little bit.
0: I thought it was supposed to be like Kimdall or something like that for a second. But yeah, yeah right? so no, it's um Iron Fire. And he thinks Sinister's there as part of Emma's army and they're finally attacking. And he's like, no, 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 no. That's not, we're not, we're not going there right now. Everything's fine. I'm here to help you, actually. And then we cut back to Rasputin Four in space, floating, about to die. Because she can survive in space for a little bit, but she's going to die. And then someone asks her uh for help or not for help, but like what she wants to make a deal.
1: Oh yeah. Who who yeah. could that possibly be?
0: I did not like I thought it was like Xavier for some reason at that time.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, someone's in her mind, you know. And that's how issue three of Immoral X-Men ends. Uh I also give this three X's, not because of the story, but because I really didn't like the art. The next few issues. The art feels rushed, and I think you even said, like, muddy, kind of.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not a fan of this style of art because we're getting so much information thrown at us. The last thing I want is art where I can't really figure out what I'm looking at for a bit.
1: And Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants is, is like that, too.
0: Yeah. The the Nightcrawls one has good art and clean, and I can see everything pretty clearly. But like And Dominion did,
1: too. I think the art in Dominion was pretty decent, too. Yes, it's rushed for different reasons. Anyway, but <laughs> so yeah, that gets three X's for me. What about you? Sorry about that. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna. St- I'm gonna stick with four. i I've really enjoyed these so
0: far. All right, cool. So next up, we have Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants, issue three.
1: Take it away. And this one, and this is, I think, what I do truly like most. Like all suspended disbelief aside which again it's an X-Men book I mean my my belief has been suspended since I was nine <laughs> so um taking all that as, aside I really like that they're like here's the story these are the books this is the order to read them in and they actually like continue it wasn't like what they did with Judgment Day or um X of swords or whatever, where there was all these different tie-ins and sometimes they're like, where am I in the fucking story now? This one, I always knew where the fuck I was in the story.
0: Yes. It, I kind of give that credit also to X. I was thinking about all the events after, and I think X of swords did tell you, you know, what order to go in But judgment did. day. Yes. I had no idea where I was. In I
1: day. never knew where the fuck I was in judgment day.
0: Yeah. That's still, I think my least favorite event me too
1: me too man and and it's crazy because we are in the vast minority of that yeah very weird yeah anyway so this picks up right where we left off um mr sinister has come to iron iron fire and what's left of the brotherhood of mutants and is basically said i have the um the dna of storm or as she's known now the storm which I really like. I really like the storm. Trust in the storm. Well, um, I,
0: I know I mentioned lately a lot in the podcast, but in um in Warhammer, it's a big thing about a thousand years passing, ten thousand years passing, and a big aspect of that is how much religion, culture, information changes. So, like, yeah. imagine the legend of this woman who was already basically worshipped. Now, a yeah. thousand years in the future, I she know. is Jesus them you know
1: especially to iron fire who was a, alive when she sacrificed herself a thousand years ago
0: yeah and i don't know if we covered accurately that the whole point is to keep these moiras safe even though everything's terrible
1: yes yeah, so yeah yeah you're right so and i maybe we learned that more in this one too so yeah we basically what happens now that storm has died her cult has for the last thousand years obeyed her dying wish which was keep these moiras safe in secret and so sinister showing up emma tracking sinister down because um the doom bot had spyware in it from beast um and so emma knew where where to find them so they've brought this chaos to to the world now to the to the world farm and uh, mr sinister is like i've got storm's dna i can bring her back i've can create this fucking weird ass version of the five using Korra's as hope. And, um, really the the main difference is we're just going to bring her when she comes back, you're going to imprint in her, your memory of storm is going to be what gives her consciousness and what gives her, her identity. And so sure that works and it works. And he's, and he starts weeping because his goddess is back and Storm is like, huh. I don't know nothing about no nothing <laughs> other than I I feel at home with the atmosphere. I feel like I can control that. Um, I think I used to be a leader, but I don't have the experience. Like, she has like all these like vague ideas. She's still fucking storm. Like, it's crazy how like just the mind of or the memory of Storm is enough to like bring out all of this like good in her. What we're about to see as well.
0: Well, when you think about of- but if it's based off other people's memories of a group of people that worship her like i her know dad,
1: so like she is but, the
0: best version of herself
1: but in all honesty how different is it from our actual storm like she's still a fucking
0: badass <laughs> oh of course but i feel like it's like someone perfect without the baggage because based off memories
1: oh sure 100 so that's why
0: yeah. as we see later you can reach yeah. like your ultimate potential no matter what because you don't have the baggage of a life of pain and whatever yeah
1: so as this is happening, as Storm is basically reborn and rediscovering her her, her queendom, um, Emma finally attacks with or her, her space forces of Scott Batman. Summer clones and w- <laughs> crazy shit, Batman it's, Beyonds, diamonds, <laughs> yeah, all kinds of crazy, all kinds of crazy shit. So uh, a fight breaks out, um, and then n- Emma's like. Oh, I'm going to have to take matters into my own hands and she created a fucking a fucking uh, like a a Gundam suit some kind of some kind of a shit like that um like a, a big power ranger robot of herself yeah uh, but like she,
0: she melts herself into it while she's in her diamond form yes she yeah
1: so like she becomes some kind of weird Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here, but anyway, she she's piloting this thing from a a, basically a bathtub in 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 the head, and it's known as the Blood Diamond Monarch. Um, and why the fuck not? But also, we have to admit, all right, one of the consistent things here is everyone who has the sinister gene loves fucking coming up with ridiculous names for shit. They oh yeah, ridiculous names. They're impractical
0: and giant they, machines they can't
1: yeah. fucking help themselves <laughs> and so she fucking starts attacking Goddamn, um the world farm the sinister is like hey we don't have time for this why don't Why don't you thank me by uh keeping us alive wait if we go into that secret vault you guys probably have right we can just <laughs> go in there and like stay safe why don't we do that and, I, and iron fire is like no we must fight <laughs> And so, uh, Sinister is like, "Shit, man, I don't. This is not what I want to fucking do." And so he rips the arm off of the Doombot that's been crushed under a, a, a falling boulder here. And now he's armed himself with whatever weaponry that that robot has. Storm decides she needs to to join the fight. She realizes her. She starts to feel some of her pure potential and what she can do in this unlimited, like you said all these worshipping memories of, of the powerful being that they all see her to be, which, again, she really is. And so she's, she ascends and decides, I'm going to take on fucking Power Ranger Emma myself. And she rains down all of like the energy in space into a lightning bolt. That destroys the the mech suit, but because, as she says, because she lacked the experience that the old, that the old store once had, she forgot to shield herself from space radiation. You know, as one should sure, yeah, should do. And so, you know, you don't have a healer on that ship. Whatever, talking. Okay. And anyway, so she dies again, unfortunately. Um, and so. As John, as Iron Fire is is mourning again, Mister um, Sinister does what Mister Sinister does best and turns on him, and uses the fucking little Doctor Doom hand to shoot him in the back of the fucking head. Yep. End of story.
0: Uh, I gave four this X's. one. I gave four X's actually. I gave four X's, even though I didn't love the art. Uh, the story was just. That shit crazy.
1: The story was fucking insane.
0: Like it was just insane. Hey, you know what the rules are? I don't. And just sure, Emma's in a mech suit. Uh, sure, storm's reborn and blows everything up with her power because she's that badass. Like, just 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 but no these are
1: all but these are all things I believe because these are all characteristics <laughs> of yeah. these people.
0: So, next up we have Nightcrawlers number three. Speaking of doing whatever you want and going fucking crazy. Um, We have a little bit of a recap of what's been going on in general from Mother Righteous. And during this time, she just happens to now find a phoenix egg. Because, you know, why not? And please feel free to jump in now. You know a lot more about this character and her motivation and stuff like that. So... She talks about how they fixed her Nightcrawler clones a long time ago, taking the sinister gene out of them so they don't, you know, die or go crazy or whatever, which also leads to questions about someone else later, but we'll get to that. Um, We also see that her ship, which I was very confused for a second. I thought this was Mogo, the living planet.
1: Oh, yeah, I did too for a second.
0: And then I said science. and I'm like, wait a minute holy shit that's like the fully fungus evolved version of dr nemesis
1: holy (laughs) yep yep
0: that's that's pretty wild
1: that was pretty fucking cool shit
0: like that it makes no sense it makes all the sense love it so basically we see that mother righteous her plan is now coming together her final plan Uh, she happily asks all of these nightcrawler variants to try and bamf into the sphere to get in finally. And like, this is the final attack. Now, this is where this is where it gets confusing. Okay, more so. So then Banshee returns and he helped make Galactus
1: a ghost rider. Oh, wow, you're like skipping a couple places. Okay. Um, We'll get to yes. the main points but yeah so he didn't help do that he um he was out there looking he went on a mission mother righteous sent him on a mission to find the other spirits of vengeance uh spirits of vengeance if you will and he found them because they had taken over galactus like i think they had already done that oh okay and, All right. and when he found them and be and uh because like i've mentioned earlier they hate him uh they have been uh, basically chasing him as he tries to retreat back to home base
0: yeah which, i God mean you, you don't get more metal than a ghost rider galactus like dude
1: there is there's is a point i forget which book it's in but at one point mr sinister even says and even i can't believe i'm saying this yeah hey, <laughs> ghost rider galactus
0: <laughs> So we find out her grand plan to finally bust open this sphere. This whole time, when you go back to the very first, I think it was either the very first sins of sinister or maybe I think it was the first one. Um, remember when they made Juggernaut into a bullet to kill Thanos?
1: <laughs> this was not Mother Righteous's plan. This was Destiny's plan. This oh, was Destiny. Understand that? Yeah, yeah, Destiny is the one who made it happen because she saw that the only way this was part of her plan B basically was that she foresaw that all these things would converge. If all these things, all these dominoes were pushed. And so destiny is the one that, but did mother
0: righteous know that.
1: Yes, because she um, audience says, no,
0: you say yes. She did. She didn't know. Well, now now it's changing her tune okay she,
1: she was waiting for something to happen yes that's what she was waiting she,
0: for. that's she, why i thought it was also her plan to begin with
1: yes she basically figured it out when she when she okay. i forget what happens here i think she discovers that sinister is heading back there yes to, to that place and that's, that's what i'm saying like they recapped the other books kind yeah. of and that's when she's like oh if he's doing that I bet you this is part of destiny's thing. What is she? And that's when she's like, if, if this, if destiny's involved, then I, I think I know what I need to do.
0: So that juggernaut bullet goes through the head of the ghost Rider Galactus. Let me repeat that. That juggernaut bullet (laughs) goes through the head of the ghost Rider Galactus. Just like
1: it did when it killed Thanos.
0: (laughs) And pierces the sphere. And now, we kind of finally get her true plan. That, before we get to the main plan, this is kind of where I get a little annoyed. Because when it's revealed, we have Banshee so offended. And it's like, again, much like Rasputin, this has been a thousand years. You've seen and done terrible things for this woman. And now...
1: (laughs) She has control, like she literally has control over his soul. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's been he. Obviously, the doubt's been there because in even in book one, even when they were one hundred years in the future, he was like questioning things. Still, he was he. It had an interaction with Legion where Legion was like, "Dude, you gotta be, you know, careful about this." So he's had that doubt, but she's also had con like he's been saying thank you to her and like giving her, her dominion in her own yes. way over his soul for a thousand years now. So like, even with the doubt, I think there's part of him. That's like, I need to it, just keep blindly following this faith. That's what, that's what powers it. That's what she does. That's so, her. That's her fucking Mr. Sinister. That's her version of Mr. Sinister fucking splicing jeans and yes. controlling people and shit.
0: So, and correct me if I'm wrong, her grand plan was to combine all these prayers, all this faith, and all the magic items she's been collecting for thousands of years to make this heart that infects the timeline after she destroys it, so she gets everything from it. The information and the power and everything, correct? Correct. Yes. So she's making it into this heart. That's what pushes uh, Banshee, because he thought the plan was something totally different. He they're going to save everyone, save everything. And now he feels so betrayed. And she's like, cool, whatever. And just takes the spirit away from him and puts it into this heart. And then she brings out the Nightcrawler baby because the baby was a miracle, right?
1: Yes. So I guess she was going to add it
0: to this heart.
1: It needed a consciousness. Remember, this is all magic. (laughs) Um, It needed a consciousness in order to navigate the timeline. Sure.
0: Uh, so, but then the X twenty three Nightcrawler uh, combination comes back. So, how did she survive the past thousand years? Because she she went mad from the sinister virus a long time ago.
1: Um, her rage over her baby being taken from her overrode all of that, and also. Sure. They, these were like <laughs> ch- chimera like their genes probably like they're probably in genetically made to live for thousands of years i don't fucking know man mr <laughs> sister's insane
0: so when she's trying to stop mother righteous banshee stabs mother righteous in the foot and then even though mother righteous still thinks she's about to win she is stabbed in the back or through the back from the x-23 nightcrawler I like how she says everyone always forgets about the tail
1: because that happened in an earlier book too. I forget who they killed, but it happened in an earlier book too. Was
0: it when they was it when they killed the original Nightcrawler and when they tried to fight her?
1: Uh, no, because she didn't want to kill the original Nightcrawler. I forget because she killed. She it was somebody she killed with the tail. I forget who it was.
0: Okay, so Mother Righteous is dead and basically it's kind of like
1: Dr. Stasis I think she's the one who killed Dr. Stasis
0: oh okay yeah so now that Mother Righteous is dead it's kind of like it seems almost like a bittersweet like at least we get to end the way we want to end like I don't really care what happens after this but I have my baby back and we're making our own choices in the end Uh, yeah which is, is a nice way of looking at As it. As they
1: say, being in charge of your own story.
0: Speaking of your own story. Exactly. So this is a question I have where I'm a little confused. Hit Who me. is Let's this see what Moira? This is OG Moira. This is...
1: this Why, is she a
0: robot? Why is she that? Why come her eyes aren't red? Because some artists are not good. Okay, so this is still the android one that that came with Sinister, right?
1: That's what I was working under.
0: See, that's where I was confused because I'm like this one didn't dress like that one and also her eyes aren't red that's why I was like I thought this was like another Moira that if I don't know
1: like because in the next book I think she is um she is like in a dark suit at one point but you're I think this artist might have just forgotten to put the the robot eyes in because she looks more like she's just in like a like a um, black widow outfit you know what I mean
0: yeah that's why I was a little like, what the fuck? Has she been alive this whole time? <laughs> like all that shit.
1: The art in this one is better, but it's still not great, honestly. Yeah, this was more passable for me. Yeah. So as we referenced before,
0: um, Moira finds the heart that has all this special faith and magic and everything, and uh just shoots Cassie in the head.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kills him.
0: She uh really didn't care for him that much, really. Um
1: moira's kind of a son of a bitch man
0: yeah she's kind of crazy but also like would anyone go crazy if they've lived like 10 lifetimes
1: it's hard to uh, say yeah i was describing moira's mutant power to lady baltimore recently and she was like that's terrifying yeah <laughs> imagine like you come back with all the memories <laughs> with all the memories from day one so you're a fucking fetus with like <laughs> The consciousness of however the fuck old you were last time you just died. Uh I give this one three and a half X's. I'm
0: going, I'm gonna keep going four. Four? All right. So next up we have the grand finale. Sins of Sinister Dominion. It's
1: and it's a big one. It um, is a big one. As the kids would say, it's a big one. Um it's a Jumbo... It's a Dominion-sized uh, issue, much like this episode's probably going to be Dominion-sized. Yes. And so, um, yeah. Like we've said for the past couple books, uh, Dominion opens with a nice little recap, but the thing I like that they do with the recaps in Sins is they show it mostly from the perspective of that book's characters. So, yes. like, you get to see what they were doing in those moments, and that's how this one opens with... Right around the time that you know Juggernaut was getting shot through uh, Ghost Rider Galactus's head, yep, to good things open, to say to break open the World Farm. Uh, yeah, that's um. There is a funny line here too. So, like at at the moment that happens, Moira escapes <clears throat> or not escapes she she slips away, and while Mister Sinister is getting his ass handed to him by Iron. It's iron blood, iron fire. What is iron Iron fire? fire. Um, so he's getting his ass handed to him by, by that and Emma force and all that shit. And Moira is like deuces and she goes and finds the lab, but she can't get in. But when the collision comes, obviously all bets are off. And as that collision is happening and, and Mr. Sinister is now having the realization, Oh my God, this destiny fucking set all this shit up or knew this was going to happen. He said, I thought perhaps the, and even I can't believe I'm saying this, the undead ghostwriter Galactus may have been it. So that's what we're dealing with in this fucking book.
0: And, and then so, Iron Fire wakes up and he's like, just remember everyone, my blood is metal. So I'm gonna shoot blood at you that turns into a a, a spike. Oh, a it's so funny.
1: Like his. I so we can speculate about this in a little bit because mm. as we're about to see, all but three of the sinister clones disappear uh, in this timeline. So, and I feel like we've accounted for two, I think. So anyway, we got some speculation to do, but oh, yeah, I really, what, this. Yeah. what I'm trying to say is um, I really hope iron fire finds a way into this reality. Cause I don't, if this character exists currently in the reality, I don't know who it is. I think it's a new character. Yeah. Yeah. So I really enjoy him, and I hope he comes back in some way because this power is pretty fucking cool. It's pretty like, cool, yeah. As it, he can fucking turn bl- blood into iron and fucking like you just said, he fucking sc- scorpito or what's his name? Uh, scorpions, Scorpion, yeah. <laughs> uh, scorpions his way into uh beating the shit out of um Mrs. Sinister. And while this is happening, um, Beast has taken over Emma's forces because as we just saw, Emma and her mech suit got destroyed, and so. As as Beast is realizing this Moira thing might be a little out of out of hand, he reaches out to Xavier, thinking he's going to form some kind of um, treaty, some alliance with this warring, sinister god of his own world. And so uh, Charles, obviously, who's is forcing everyone to succumb to the dream, basically says, "Beast, thank you for telling me about this." And he just astral projects through Beast's body, seemingly killing him. Yeah, like makes um, him go deformed and bubbles his body. He kind of like, yeah, kind of like as best as you can tell on a page, kind of goes like limp, you know? And so he, Xavier now takes astral control over the Emma <clears> fleet, <throat> turns it into a big floating purple fucking head. I don't know whose fucking face that's supposed to be. But Xavier is, is piloting this giant fucking warship right at the world farm trying to protect the Moira's that he's now learned about in beast head. And so iron is about to kill uh, Mr. Sinister and Mr. Sinister was like, no man, don't do it. Don't he's once again, begging for his fucking life. And he's like, listen, listen, I just happen to have in my utility belt, a syringe that has Bobby Drake blood, which means it's a like mostly water. And bl- blood is kind of water, and so listen, it's just more blood for you to use, and you can fight. Fucking, he's an omega, and now you can fight. Fucking Xavier, and so he gives, uh, Iron Fire a shot of good old Bobby Drake, and then he makes a helmet, like Magneto's helmet, to block yes. Xavier's telepathy using his own blood, mind you, and then uses Bobby Drake's. Blood to kind of Ice Man, but with blood into a giant blood ice creature. But- to, to <laughs> fucking fight, um, the famous, to fight to to fight Charles Xavier to fight a giant
0: head floating in space, sinisterized Xavier. It's
1: batshit.
0: Yes, this, this is book insane. <laughs>
1: is batshit crazy, and I am fucking loving the loving it.
0: Like I have fun so uh, telling my friends like recapping storylines, especially in X Men lately. I tell all my friends the gist of what's been going on. Why don't, don't you really just fucking give
1: them the podcast, right? What are you giving the podcast away for?
0: It's a teaser. We need those so sweet go to The podcast. It's a teaser. They get a taste of it and then join the podcast. God damn it!
1: You're giving the goods out.
0: <laughs> so, trying the idea of trying to explain this shit is Dude. just like. hard right now like
1: (laughs) dude this is i i feel very confident that this episode is either going to be damn near 90 minutes or more or (laughs) or two fucking parts so let's let's dive back into this shit let's go go. and so while while all this is happening now mr sinister runs away and he's arguing either te- telepathically or through comms i'm not fucking sure anymore nothing makes sense anyway no so he's communicating with moira who's now broken into the to the moira engine lab um again this is our moira uh, ai moira and he's like don't fucking do anything i gotta upload my data otherwise all of this will be for nothing and it's just gonna happen again don't fucking kill my Moira's. And she's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to kill your Moira's dude. <laughs> like this is, she, she's like more and more like, this is fucked up.
0: Yeah. She feels very violated now. She's just like, yeah. this
1: is me. You've been doing she, this with me. She's having, she's having a, a very Madeline Pryor moment. Here. Yeah. And so, um, Mr. Sinister gets there, gets to the lab. He discovers all the skulls of the night crawlers that have been bamfing into this, Place trying to break the force field for the last one thousand years, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so gotta imagine there's a lot of a lot of bones, and that's gonna come into play here in a little bit, or maybe did it already. But that was part of her her plan to with that um spell that she put on the heart. Um, because we talked about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But
0: I don't. But, but I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't know if I caught that they were part of it.
1: That was part of it. So, like now that their bones and their like spirit was around, it was like a bajillion worshippers for her. So it basically acted as like a power boost for her and when she got there, which is how the spell was going to be able to be cast. Mm. So maybe that already came into play. Maybe that's coming into play right now, either way, that that plays a role in Mother Righteous's plan so, uh, sinister and Moira now are literally having a gunfight over not destroying the Moira's until sinister can upload his, his data. And finally he convinces her to, to let him do it and he's doing it. But then we learn about a thing called, because it's Mr. Sinister, the inferno failsafe, safe. Yep. And what that little fucking switch does, we learned, we, we did technically learn about this in, in early, and then yeah or yeah, maybe the first issue of all this yeah but what it does is it kills destroys in whatever way Luke, by inferno really they burn up any living being with his x gene so anything that has been cloned all the quiet council all the clones they made most things the- in the universe at this point most things in the universe at this point carry
0: a sinister gene. Exactly.
1: So um he go he goes ahead and like uploads his data and he's like, okay, now I'm gonna go ahead and hit this thing. And Moyer was like, wait, what the fuck? I what are you doing? And he rationalizes it pretty well. He's like, listen, every fucking creature is about to die horribly, one way or another. At least yep. if we at least if we do this way, I get all this data and oh, maybe I'll just fucking become a dominion. And so when he kills all these fucking things carrying his X gene, it causes like a psychic relay back into him. Just go with it. Of of all the consciousness and all the memories of every fucking creature, it was like over eight billion or some shit, more than eight billion, I, a number too high for to count. I yeah, count at least. Uh, and I it's because I'm famously not good with letters or numbers. So, um, so. When that happens, when he throws that Inferno fail safe and all these creatures die, and we'll go over that in a second, he gets their consciousnesses and thus reaches the the higher level of consciousness needed to ascend to a dominion. And as that's happening, what does he discover? Someone's already there. There already is a sinister dominion we don't know if it's a sinister so let's let's see i'm gonna i'm gonna it's a real short page so i'm gonna i'm gonna read it real quick so as he's i leave time behind forever this is as he's ascending i become all times i thud he hits the he hits the big red circle that's supposed to be the dominion what something's there blocking the space is filled a dominion is already there. What are you? And the dominion says back, I am the being. You're right. I guess it doesn't say sinister. I am the being that is harvesting the power you stole. As whatever is yours is mine now. I am being, I am a being of infinite knowledge and perspective. I could tell you everything. Instead, I share a single fact. Who am I? Not you. And then he fucking kicks him back to reality. And yeah. I don't. We'll, we'll get to our theories after. We'll this, get but... into our theories yeah. real quick. Well, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> sinister now has his realization that all of this is for naught. He's already lost because a dominion is not. It's beyond time and space. So there is no going back in time now to try to to try to fix this.
0: It's already happened. Yeah, he's
1: lost, and so he's just devastated. I mean, this is the most pathetic mr sinister there has ever been on a page he gets killed moira fucking um destroys the sinisters the world comes to an end before the world came to an end though oh fuck my page <laughs> like my half my book just fell apart okay wait wait is it the middle part yeah where
0: sinister gets his head cut off yeah that's my book too the pages in the middle is falling off.
1: Man, that's some bullshit.
0: I guess that was a whole thing that happened to everyone.
1: Interesting. Interesting. All right. All right. Well, they better not knock me for this when they grade my comments. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that that's where that was. So we see all the different X gene carrying members of of this world get burned up in an inferno, and Iron Fire is not one of those people because he doesn't have the sinister gene. So he gets maybe destroyed in this timeline. Uh, Moira doesn't have the X gene, so she gets destroyed in this timeline. And here, I'm just going to... So when she destroys the, the Moiras, we get our data page, the death of Moira 7.1, length of time, 1,000 years, peak mutant population. Again, a huge number I, I can't read. Yeah. <laughs> but the ending number is 193. Mutant casualties and in psychic inferno. That same number, but the the last number is now one ninety. So there are three non-mutant casualties in in this timeline, and I'm gonna guess that means Iron well, Fire that,
0: aren- that didn't die. Yes.
1: Yeah, so who are they? Oh, Kirk, the what's her name? Ras- Rasputin. So it's Iron Fire, yeah, Moira and Resputin, right?
0: Well, not Moira. She's not a mutant. She's a robot.
1: That's right. She's not a mutant anymore. They took her mutant powers. So who is the third mutant
0: then? And not Sinister. Well, would
1: I think? Okay, so maybe is this the is...
0: only one considered a mutant out of the other Sinisters.
1: They all would have been gone, and he was, and he, and this Sinister just died too. So
0: no, Well, we don't know what happened to the old man one, the the one the stasis. But that's not, not, not our Stasis. Oh, dead, good the point.
1: Other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might yeah. be the other one then. Yeah, yeah. Because he wouldn't, yeah, he wouldn't have that fail safe. Okay. Good. One speculation done. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so that is that thus ends the Sins of Sinister timeline. Now we rejoin our program already in progress. And so back in in our timeline, we jump back to uh Immortal X-Men number 10 when we first see his evil scheme of setting resetting the timelines and shit or i guess that was in either way you know what i mean yeah um and so he he realizes oh wait there's an upload already in this moira what's what's this about let's uh let me let me take a look at this and when he goes to like open the file like it, it explodes um and out of that explosion comes mother righteous Oh, uh, Banji's there. Oh, no, no, that's a flashback. My bad, my bad. Okay, never mind. I was like, wait, no, that's not right. Yeah, yeah, so, that was before that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Okay, so in that explosion, so Moira, I think, I don't know if Moira is in the lab or if she's like a computer virus reading out, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can't tell if Moira is physically there in this scene or not, but Moira yeah. is the computer vibe, the thing that causes this explosion, blows up his current Moira engines, all but one fucking tube. Um, and she tells him, hey, bitch, you just lost. Uh, I come from the land that you just create by what you're doing. Um, I hate you very much. Um, I just want you to know that you lost. You're pathetic. There's already a dominion and it's not you. And to punish you further, I've rigged this so she's she somehow bio engineered that or re engineered that heart virus magic spell that Mother Righteous was going to use. And what she did was she sucked Mother Righteous into this heart again.
0: I to give it a consciousness to make yes, it travel. Yeah. I,
1: how does Moira know how to do magic? I don't fucking know.
0: We're not. Yeah, it's um,
1: been a
0: thousand years. I don't
1: she's know. She's an AI. I guess she can learn. Yeah. Um, she googled it. And so she she takes in Mother Righteous's consciousness. She uploads all the data to herself so that Moira of this day and age will have it. She basically redoes the spell and sends it back to punish Sinister. The other thing that that spell virus does is clone and create into this reality the consciousness of Rasputin Four. And she gets all the power, like she basically gets made into this universe. Yeah. And she is now on Krakoa, the thing that she's been told about for a millennia, the the land of promise that he kept filling her head with so that she would be this superhero to fight for a Krakoa. She is now tasked with taking Mr. Sinister to the Quiet Council for punishment. And so she she downloads all this information to her current self. And next thing we see, again, part of this original spell, the, I guess she didn't break this spell of Mother Righteous, but part of the spell was to then deliver all this information also to Mother Righteous, because as we've said multiple times now, a sinister is going to sinister. And... Uh, so we catch up with current day Mother Righteous, the Mother Righteous that's hanging out in Legion of X. And she's chilling in her library when a new wing of her library just yeah. magically appears. That's how her down, That's how her magic downloads work. And so she's like, hey, what's all this then? And she starts looking through the books and she sees they're all written. They're all labeled with her name. And so she says, well, I thank you, Mother Righteous. <laughs> and now she now has all of the information a thousand of, years worth <laughs> of what just happened what can happen that there is already a dominion i'm gonna think is part of that download she oh, might not know that she might not know that you're right because she yeah she might not know that unless in unless however the spell worked the same data was sent to both her and moira i don't Possible, know. yeah anyway so that's where we leave with mother righteous and then as, as I was saying, Rasputin takes Sinister to trial, and I'm going to let you handle these trial scenes.
0: Well, I love all this, because basically this happened immediately after he already killed Hope and Xavier and Exodus and Emma, I think. Yes. And they're stopping their way to go to Sinister, and Destiny's like, oh shit, the future's changed again, and there's more of it. Mean the options are so crazy right now because we have a woman that now knows the future in very big detail, and she's now very powerful with all this shit. Because also, just are you talking about? Are you talking about my
1: girlfriend, Mother Righteous?
0: Yes, because all those um things she collected does that mean she also has them? I don't know if that
1: means she has them now,
0: because you know a phoenix egg is pretty important.
1: I I can't say for certain she doesn't. But I don't think she does, but I wouldn't be surprised if she now knows exactly how to get them Yeah, maybe. or she can somehow magic them from one reality to another. Now, I don't yeah. know, but
0: so the team is very excited to see someone just trap sinister and is like, I got to get this asshole out of here. They're like almost without question, like, okay, then we like you already. Like we're already on your side. We and have an this- understanding, but we're going to put him on trial. Except this is a little bit different for Sinister. He's now mainly scared. He's telling Destiny, like, hey, we need to work together, because that's what... Okay, actually, let's go backwards a little bit. Let's do it. What was it? Was it Destiny that told Sinister back, like, in the 1800s, you have to remember, we have to work together?
1: Yes. And then she told him that again in that message she sent him.
0: Yes. I'm wondering when that moment was. Like, is this a big loop? Because now Sinister's telling that to Destiny. Is there a chance she goes back in time to tell him that? Like it's a
1: big loop. I mean, fucking. where any. did she get that from? She can see the future.
0: <laughs> like, yeah.
1: I mean, you're, that's what I always thought. But like, I honestly, I don't know. It could be. That she saw the future, and he's just telling her, "Listen, I, re- I, because he did get all this information. Like, yeah, Moira did let him know everything that happened, and it so, could be just him being like destiny. Remember, you said we had to work together because she did tell him in yeah. this timeline too that we need to work together.
0: So maybe he's like saying, like, I understand now, kind of. Yeah, thing. he's
1: like, I get it. We need to do it. I, I've, I, I've, I'm sorry. Like, he is begging. He he's is begging."
0: Re- not just for his own sake, for everyone's sake, like he's
1: genuinely scared. Because here's the thing about Mr. Sinister though he is selfish beyond reproach, um, he does care about the XG, yeah. And if and if that is in danger, he does that, does bother because he is obsessed with the you know what I mean, like. Oh, you he know what? So the X though? gene is his intellectual property at this point. Remember yeah, when we we just learned not too long ago that when he discovers when the original Nathaniel Essex d- discovers the X gene, he calls it the Essex factor. Like.
0: Yeah. But also, you know what? Uh, we we do know the answer. It is a dominion. It is a sinister that's become dominion because as is being dragged, he said, "I failed. One of them succeeds." There okay, sinister, maybe that's where I got it. Yeah, 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 there is a sinister dominion outside time and space. So there is a there is a sinister, and as me and you talk privately, it's possible it's, it's the original Nathaniel Essex.
1: I mean, because the only other option, in my estimation, and obviously I could be wrong. They can retcon anything they want. Yeah, but. Based on my understanding of what just happened, the only sinister it could be would be Doctor Stasis or the original, like the well, original okay. Nathaniel Essex.
0: Now, now I'm really like because I'm reading it, I'm thinking when he's being dragged under because they, you know, they sentence him. He's going to be sucked into Krakoa. He says, "Irene, you have to stop them. It's down to you," implying that it still could be one of the three now we're back to a reset in time so the other three are still around
1: yes but here's it's too late like the 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 dominion exists now now they have to find a way to combat it i think like because there's no the thing with the dominion is it is beyond space and time Yeah. So which it exists already and and even now resetting this timeline it's still there. It's beyond timeline. This is my again. This is my understanding of
0: it. Yeah, but the way he's talking is maybe there's still time to stop them in this timeline from reaching dominion. I don't know. No, because so that- he he
1: screamed as he's going down. He said, "I failed. One of them succeeds. Yeah. There is a sinister dominion outside time and space, a stain on existence. It is already there. They've already won. Oh God, it's too late, Irene." You have to stop them, Irene. It's down. Like I don't know. Like it's like past but, tense. But and he past says, and past. but he says too. As he's screaming this, he's like, "But it's already happened, so it's too late." And you have to find a way. Like he's just freaking out. Like he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't know. Like I think that's what's freaking him out. He's like, "There is no undoing this. How do we undo? We have to undo this, Irene. Help." <laughs> like, it, I I think it's another example of what sins of sinister was, which is Mister Sinister getting exactly what he wanted and then realizing oh fuck that's not good
0: yeah um so basically they're like hey rasputin so like how did all this happen and she's like oh my god guys great fucking news this chick saved me and she's the best come in mother righteous and, and the art in this
1: book is really good yes like this is the that, i wish they
0: had the whole time
1: <laughs> that quiet council scene where like when she comes when rasputin comes in through that portal thing into the quiet council and that just, like, close-up of her face when she says Krakoa is real, like, that is a gorgeous fucking yeah. picture. Like, the coloring, like, everything in this book is so good. Anyway. So, sorry.
0: no, so then the Quiet Council has a little bit of an issue. Xavier, Exodus, Emma, and Hope are infected. They have sinister genes in them, and they don't know what that could mean, what could happen. So, they make a decision. They now also have to go into the pit. But speaking of great art, that shot is beautiful. The fear on Hope's face Emma's face looks legitimate. Like, like we don't know what to do now until we know what to do for the safety of everyone. Krakoa has to be safe, so you guys have to go in the pit and Storm tells Mother Righteous all of Krakoa thanks you.
1: All of Krakoa. All of Krakoa.
0: (laughs) you now have the worship almost
1: oh my god you're
0: the savior of an entire island of the most powerful beings in the in the galaxy probably
1: holy shit and storm herself is an omega so you've got that you know what i mean like i think getting a thank you from storm alone should be enough um So, yeah, like, yeah, Mother Righteous goes in. She explains everything that happened. What I, they just collectively explains. Yeah. Like, yeah. She, like, obviously is manipulating all this for her own ends. But, like, what they just believe really fast to accept it. (laughs) Like, they're real quick to be like, we're just going to have to go down this pit now. Yeah. (laughs) What? Like, it felt that, honestly, like, a lot of criticism of this series has been that it felt rushed. Yes which i didn't mind because i thought that was kind of fun in a way just like sure let's just and because this story is so fucking crazy to begin with yes so just being able to go like blah 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 to like a hundred years to 900 years you know what i mean like that's kind of funny to me in a way and i enjoyed it <laughs> um yeah but it's strange to me that this this is the part that really felt rushed because it's like wait there's like no in between the quiet council receiving this information and then taking a vote on whether <laughs> or not they want to act on it. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, immediately go down the pit. Like, all right. So this is the end of the event, and we gotta talk theories and opinions on the event as a whole. So, real quick, what how many echo oh, how many X's do you give this issue?
1: This issue alone? Yes. Five. Same,
0: five X's. Great issue um everything
1: art like story coloring awesome fucking uh, the you know what they're getting a four because my book is falling apart
0: (laughs) yes apparently that's a a thing i guess for everyone stapling
1: stapling gets a fucking one (laughs) x
0: it gets it gets half gets half a point off (laughs) um so i have a lot of ups and downs for the last few days i've been like really debating where i rank this it's I mean, for me right now, Judgment Day is still the lowest, for sure. Um, I was kind of going back and forth. This is my favorite event so far, my second favorite, because I feel like, remember how Age of X lasted a year and you were, like, engrossed in this big universe? Every book was now focused on this storyline because now you're in this universe and everything. I feel like, not a year-long event, but I feel like six-month event that only focuses on this would have been really helpful for the story to breathe. I agree with you. Cause like, Oh, what's Sebastian Shaw doing? He's the King of Heli. Any more details? Listen, we don't so, have time.
1: We don't have time. And here's what I'm going to, here's what I'm going to posit with this. Cause I, I'm with you mm-hmm. because that would be awesome. And I think we said that early on too. Um, the especially since like they took a immoral X-Men, they stopped doing immortal X-Men for exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. I mean like they did for some books but not the whole line.
0: It was a half like, it wasn't a full commitment, it was a
1: half commitment. It was like a and half like, pause, a different. half line pause. Um, And I think the reason for it, I would not be surprised, one, greed. Two, <laughs> I would not be surprised if in a world where COVID didn't already fuck up all of their storytelling plans they might have done that but they are still like they now have to like lead up to the fall of x while doing this and the other you know what i mean like they could have yeah. done some of that in the other books before this happened but i feel like over the last handful of years like the publication shit has been all weird
0: yeah um so, because of that, it makes me hard to like rank it number one. Cause yeah, like I I'm really a- liked X of Swords, even though the mystic side of X Men isn't my thing, it felt really cohesive. Like every issue you knew as part one, part two, and like the stakes were there, the stakes lasted. Like this book gave me at the end half a feeling of like, okay, these are definitely consequences, but like the whole time you're reading it, you're like, this has to be redone, obviously kind of like that pessimistic side while you're reading it. So yeah. It's a. It's
1: a I, I know it's like almost nitpicky, but like No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I I'm not going to mark yeah, I'm still going to give it 5. Um but I'm with you on like I still like X of Swords better. Yeah. Um it's definitely my second favorite of this modern age. I think
0: that's what I'm doing too. I think it's my second yeah. favorite. Yeah.
1: And, and and I'm with you 100%. If they would have just paused all of the books and like did this for like a year less than a year somewhere it's in like there less than a year like 10 at least at least six months at the very least yeah um then that would have been even more fun because you would have grown to like you would have grown to like these characters even more than you already did and i give them credit for that like they yeah. do make you feel for some of these characters
0: you feel the the agency of the characters yeah, yeah.
1: but like if you had that much time with them too like that would have just made it that much better. If you cared
0: about every single person in the last issue and shit was going crazy. Like if, if iron fire became your favorite fucking character, you really felt for his, his need to be religious about storm and everything. Like it would have felt the impact a little more. It's like sometimes when a book would recap what happened in a different book, it's like, well, people don't talk like that. Like you felt that force of that sometimes. And the last issue did feel a tiny bit rushed, but I was okay with it.
1: I was too. Um, yeah, I think and I think some of that might be, so like even if we did have longer with them, right? like every like we all know where the story's going. It's gonna get reset. So these characters yeah. aren't forever. So like that would have been a good thing and a bad thing in a way, you know what I mean, like dragging yeah. it out too long, people would have been bitching and moaning like, why do I why are you making me try to care about a character that's just gonna die anyway? But on the other side, the more you grow to like that character, the more you have to like also realize, oh man, they're going to be gone in like two issues. You know what Exactly.
0: I mean? You feel the weight of the finale. Yeah. I am happy about Rasputin being around because we we saw her in the original uh, House of X, Power of X. Which I,
1: I mean, I guess it could be this one. I don't think it's this one though because it was like a different timeline of Moira that we yeah. saw. So like, I don't think it's necessarily this particular one, but either Very way. Very
0: similar. Obviously they have a plan for this particular character, yeah.
1: Either way, I'm cool that we had, like, yes, it was a very cool concept for a character, and I'm glad that uh we she's in our reality now. So now theories and questions. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, as we were talking before, one of them has reached dominion. Uh, me and you, I think both think it's the original Nathaniel Essex.
1: I do, but it seems like I don't know. It just seems a little too obvious, you know, mm-hmm. like. Maybe there's a swerve there, I don't know. But
0: because it's setting up for something that apparently would have to mean someone has to defeat God. Yeah. Like essentially the next villain's God. And we know the next event is the fall of X, which I'm assuming they can't use Resurrection anymore. It's or they're not going to risk it.
1: It's something like from my under the only thing I recall happening is. Something insane happened. Something insane is going to happen at the hellfire gala shocking. Yeah. Um, and it then leads to, I think bad blood towards mutants again. And I think Orcus somehow like uses that and like attacks Krakoa in some way. And I think there's like, I, I think it's like a war with Orcus that they might lose. So I don't know if, yeah, in that thing, they lose their resurrection they can't because hope is in a fucking pit and they can't get her out now or something. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah. Okay. And, um, so previously when all this started, when we had the, the sinister secrets was all that because he's already lived that timeline. Oh yeah. 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 I was just thinking about that earlier. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's why we had that. Cause he already yeah. knows what's going on. Cause when happen.
1: we, when we are first introduced to that, he's been doing this. We learned that he's been doing it. This was his like 26th time or some shit like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. He's the worst. Um, Truly and the best. The,
1: and, <laughs> God, thank God. And
0: for- the best because he's reached dominion at some, some way, shape or form, a version of him did become the God.
1: We got to think, uh, what's his name um the guy who wrote this fucking book actually uh gillen karen karen gillen uh because he's the one who gave us this modern version of sinister yes and and then hickman obviously like really sold it home but like man he's the worst and the best i love it um so where
0: do you think how do you think they're gonna handle this whole mother righteous situation too because will she be the one that ignites issues at the hellfire gala because i'm sure she's invited now So
1: it's gotta be like, I I don't know what goes on with mother righteous next because we see there's a book coming out maybe this week that is called something like before the fall, like the sons of X. Yeah. And the cover is mother righteous squaring off, like face off with Legion. And in the background is fucking Nimrod. Because remember in Legion of X, what I was saying, like Nimrod basically got his dirty hands into the gates And so I don't I don't know because Legion does not trust Mother Righteous. Legion knows she's no good. Yeah. So there might be, you know, some kind of showdown there. I don't know if she ends up helping Nimrod. And Orcus somehow like get into Krakoa because, yeah, like. Charles and Hope are in the pit, so the resurrection cannot happen right now.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not gonna be good. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I'm definitely excited to see what happens at Hellfire Gala. I remember there's also a book coming soon that's called like The Sinisters or Four Sinisters. The four, like that. Yeah, the
1: Four Sinisters. I just put that. I think that comes out in June.
0: Okay, so we'll definitely get a resolution to what Sinister is doing in the pit now. I do, He is the kind of character that feels like he already had a uh, plan for if he's ever pulled in the pit.
1: Probably. Yeah, but what? yeah what i'm wondering if if what happens is in this orcus attack or in some because now that orcus and nimrod have hacked into krakoa i'm wondering if they can prevent krakoa from bringing anyone out of the pit now and so that's how like we can't get resurrections because hope and charles are under the ground and Sinister can't claw his way back to try to fight. And Emma, like the most
0: powerful psychics, other than yeah, they're
1: well. Don't don't treat Gene like that.
0: (laughs) Well, she's the last powerful psychic that.
1: Yeah, she's more powerful than than Emma, Frank. So we're we're okay.
0: Don't let Emma hear you say that. First of all, she
1: well Emma has already admitted it in in these series. Like she knows that Gene is more powerful than her.
0: So on the island now, if they need a psychic, it's Gene or Shadow King
1: (laughs) or or um is what's his is what's his fucking face well, legion. omega legion uh yeah legion well oh kid omega what's his fucking name choir
0: uh, yes uh, he's, he's an
1: omega so he's, he's omega. that's
0: true yeah that's the whole point that's yeah, true so guys we want to know what you thought of sins of sinister uh josh where can they tell you about their feelings on this event
1: well, you can find me on Twitter at Kirkoa Radio. And now you can also send us your comments or questions uh on Gmail. We got an email address. Kerkoa radio at gmail.com if you want to holler at us. News to me. Awesome. I know. Breaking news. Heard it here first. <laughs> Nick, where can they find you, good pal?
0: You can find me at madman three thousand five. Um, please message me because all I get are blue check right wing losers that have to have their opinion right there first so i'd love to see some more positivity on my timeline yeah good luck with that man i don't need any more ads for matt walsh
1: oh good fucking lord
0: <laughs> i've got an increasing amount of I, those ads
1: i'm starting to think we're living in the sins of sinister timeline
0: uh, yeah yeah that's a thing thank you so much for joining us on this crazy ride with sins of sinister all the wacky twists and turns so until next time guys see you X-time.